0: The afternoon was hot and breathlessly still, the only sound of the humming of bees on the wild flowers in the high, mossy banks of the lane. The sun beat down upon his shoulders and he mopped his forehead, wondering if his journey would prove to be worthwhile. He rounded a bend in the lane and saw a great copper beech, its purplish leaves silhouetted against the cobalt sky. Drawing closer, He glimpsed a substantial house behind a wall encrusted with lichens and fringed with ferns. He leaned on the gate to study the house and felt a stirring of interest. Built of stone, it was clad in Virginia Creeper. There were two wings set at right angles to the main façade to enclose a paved forecourt on three sides. Bellowing lavender lined the central pathway to an elegant Georgian portico. So, Benedict Fairchild had been telling the truth this time. He'd said Spindrift House was very handsome. A few yards down the lane was a sign pointing to the Spindrift Gallery, and he walked between stone pillars and what had once been a cobbled farmyard surrounded by outbuildings. The doors of an ancient slate-roofed barn stood wide open and welcome. Inside the barn, the soaring roof was supported by hefty oak beams and clear-story windows illuminated the paintings, photographs and craftwork on display. Clusters of visitors perused the exhibits, whispering to each other as if they were in a church. A woman in her middle years was sitting at a desk, writing in a ledger. She stood up to greet him with a friendly smile. Her hourglass figure was trim and her hair almost black, "'except for a streak of silver at the front. "'May I help you?' she asked. "'I'd like to browse.' "'She inclined her head and returned to her desk. "'He walked around the gallery, studying the structure of the barn. "'It seems sound and might be put to any number of uses. "'A ballroom or a place to hold weddings, perhaps.' "'He paused before a group of small watercolours depicting Spindrift House.' His eye was caught by the perfect rendering of the copper beach against the azure sky, exactly as he'd seen it, but in the picture, the Virginia creeper on the sunlit stone was ablaze with autumnal color. Leaning forward, he deciphered the discreet signature. E. Fairchild. There was something so captivating about the painting. He knew he would have bought it, even if the artist hadn't been Edith Fairchild, Benedict's wife. I'd like this one, he called to the woman at the desk. Her movements were graceful as she lifted the painting off the wall and wrapped it carefully in tissue and then brown paper. Can you tell me anything about the artist? he asked. She smiled. I am the artist. I live and work here in the Spindrift community. So this was Benedict Fairchild's wife. She was highly personable with an unmistakable glint of intelligence in her green eyes. A beautiful woman still. Whatever could have made Benedict wish to live apart from her? If you'd care to wander around the courtyard, she said, you'll see some more of our craftsmen and women busy in their workshops. Thank you, he murmured. As he was leaving, a young, dark-haired woman hurried through the door and he took a hasty, sideways step to avoid a collision. Oh, I'm so sorry, she said. She gave him a dimpled smile and lowered dark eyelashes over her hazel eyes. He bowed his head and watched her as she made a beeline for Edith Fairchild. "Mamma," she said, have you seen my- Pearl, shh. Her mother put a warning finger to her lips and nodded at the other customers. Outside, he strolled around the courtyard, where chickens pecked peaceably amongst the cobbles. He peered into a jewelry workshop, where a man and woman were bent over a workbench intent upon their craft. The door to a photographic studio stood open. Inside it, a girl reclined on a chaise longue before a classical backdrop of Grecian pillars, while the photographer arranged his tripod. A horse wickered at him over a stable door, and he stopped to pat its velvety nose. The rest of the stable block had been converted into artist studios with glazed doors. One bore a notice on which was written, Studio to Rent, Enquire in the Gallery. There was also an old dairy, a cart shed, and a coach house. All looked to be in reasonable condition. Some of them might make suitable staff accommodation, or could even be converted into annexes with extra bedrooms. Excitement began to bubble through his veins.